When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 597. Wow, reaching 600, we're knocking on the door. Um, today, before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They have the new home machine. Um, you know, it's something that you need to go check out. Um, it is the first shooting machine designed specifically for outdoors. So I think, uh, especially with the quarantine and people having to do this by themselves, I can't imagine a better time to go buy a, um, to go buy a Dr. Dish. Mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. They've got great financing. They've got great trade-ins. Go check them out. Also, make sure you check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shopping for basketball coaches. Netflix. Um, there's, there's more expensive stuff. There's cheaper stuff. Um, but I don't know of anybody that has the access that teachhoops.com has. If you have a question, if you need to get on a call with me, if you need one-on-one, if you email, I, I would guarantee there's nothing out there that you will get the response that you get from teachhoops.com. So come over and check us out. Not only great resources, but uh, a great community. And I think you'll, I think you'll love it. Um, also subscribe. We would love if you subscribe. Um, those are, that's something you can do. doesn't cost you anything to subscribe um, and to leave a review. Those reviews really do mean a lot to us. So uh, let's head off to the podcast. Hope you enjoy. Go ahead, Mark. You have questions? Because I know Jake and I can talk about anything. So, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, so you were going to talk about scouting teams. I don't know if that's something you're planning to do in the future. Uh, I was going to ask you a question about that. Since I mainly play up to this point zones, whenever I scouted other people, I haven't really felt like that it was super beneficial. But okay. any suggestions? So you're saying you run a zone, you run a zone, but then when you right, scout, so I'm not as concerned about what. No, 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 no. So uh, I just want to make sure I got it right. So you're saying you zone, then you go scout teams, and they're not doing things against zones; they're only doing against man. Well, I guess I'm not as concerned as much about the their individual players and their tendencies and all that type of stuff, since I'm not playing, I'm not matching up man for man. So maybe that's another topic about what's the best things to look for when you're scouting. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think I think individual tendencies are still good. Um, they're probably not quite as useful then as when you're doing man. Um, you know, some kids like specific. You know, they're, they're wonderful in a shot. They're catch and shoot. They want to attack the rim. I mean, there's all those kind of things that even if you're in a zone or a man, I think are helpful. Um, are you talking about okay. how teams are going to beat you if you're in a certain zone? Say that again. Oh, sorry, say it again. Yeah, louder. You, we we can't hear you. To, are you talking in retrospective? You're in a certain zone and you're wondering how teams are going to beat you, or vice versa? 
uh, more vice versa. So you're looking at how you can beat them. Right. Yeah. So I think you got, it's hard because you got to basically have two, you have to have two different looks. You have to look at what are their weaknesses? How can I exploit it? And then what are our weaknesses and how are they going to try to exploit it? You know what I'm saying? So maybe you're not a great rebounding team and they're a great offensive rebounding team. Well, well then that's something we got to work on this week, or maybe they have specific people. So I think you got to look when I scout, I look at, I look at individual tendencies a lot. Um, I think high school is a lot, but if you're not, if you're playing more zone than man, I look at individual tendencies, but then I also look at what do they do really well? <laughs> um, okay. And what do they, and, and so what do they do really well? That's going to cause us some problems. You know, we'll play teams that will press the ball. We'll play teams that will push the ball. We'll play teams that will try to take 45 seconds off. Are any of those things going to affect our outcome? Some of them affect more than others. So then, you know, I, how I prepare that matters. So what they do well and then what they do poorly, I'm going to try to exploit. So, you know, gotcha. and some, and sometimes I can't. Um, like Jake would know, like LaFollette's team this year, they pressured the ball so well and we had size advantage, but I was not able to exploit it because of the ball pressure they put upon us. Um, so you're always trying, it's always that chess match of what do they do well, what do they do poorly? how can I exploit their poor thing and minimize their strong thing? Um, easier said than done, but that's what I'm watching for when I watch tape. I'm obviously watching for tendencies, you know, especially with, we use huddle. Now it will break all their, you know, you know, tend to know who their top couple players are. You can watch their individual breakdowns, blah, blah, blah. Um, what do you, what did you used to do, Jake? Um, one thing I've written really the last couple of years, especially at the collegiate level, is looking at where a shots are taken and mostly if they're a very uh, a right side dominated team. Even at the junior college level, you wouldn't believe the amount of kids that are still very right hand dominant. You can do a lot by forcing teams to the left or shading your zones to the left. Yeah. I don't know if that helps you at all, uh, Mark, but like, for example, if you're running a 3-2 a or a 2-3, having a really strong defender on your left side of that zone that would really designate like the right side of their floor can really, you are putting your, making your zone stronger in certain areas where they're most successful to be beneficial. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that's actually a really good point as far as the zone moving it over a little bit. Because, yeah, most and shifting, and, 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 we, and when we play man, we talk about hedging to their weaker. I mean, obviously, there's guys in our league that if you give them a quarter of a step, they're going to go around you. It doesn't matter the hand. But there's kids that you can – like, I don't want you to – if you look at the math behind it, if you let someone – let's say they're right-handed. If you let them go right-handed rather than left-handed and try to finish at the basket, it's going to be about 10% higher right-handed than left-handed. You know, they'll still finish at a pretty good clip, but you want to – that little that could be the difference between winning and losing the game is whether you're hedging, and especially if you're in a zone, yeah, maybe we want to push them to the left side. Um, I don't remember which opponent we played this year, but, oh, my God, it was crazy. Like, they're shooting from the left side and the right side, and it was not a statistical small – it was like a sample of, like, 15 games, 16 games, and it was, like, 12% lower on the left side than the right side. Corner, wing top of the key so we were hedging we were pushing them right pushing them right pushing them right um just and then we were gapping it up well but they just you know so it depends which way you want to to hedge um i would have pushed them left on that one i, I misspoke but you know what i meant um right 
Does that make sense? Are, yeah, that's perfect. Are you still going to, we, you suggested in the last call at some point, you would take uh, some look at some footage. And I would love to do that. We could set up a time next week. Yeah, yeah. You send me some footage and then we could get together. Um, yeah, you know, we could even do that tomorrow. If you, if you give it to me tomorrow or give it to me today, we could do either tomorrow or Friday. I'll just put it up. We'll break it down and look at it and I can show you what, that would be fun, Jake, wouldn't it? Just just send you the uh, just seeing the whole game or just seeing like five minutes. Yeah, you can send me the game. I'll just upload it onto Vimeo and we can just I can share my screen and we'll just play it. Um, I've done that before, so we can do that. Okay, because there's a team that uh, we played this year that was not in our conference, but they will be in our conference next year. Okay, so So why don't we plan on you sending that tonight? We'll take off tomorrow. Can you do Friday, Jake? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do Friday. That'll give him and I time to actually look at the tape. I don't want to just like, I'll just watch it in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Um, and then I'll have a better sense. Just tell us which team you are. <laughs> okay. We're, we're the team that lost. And okay. if you want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> there probably won't be a scoreboard on the bottom. Like, you know, that was crazy. Wasn't that crazy? I watched the Kentucky Duke game on TV. It was crazy that they didn't have the score on the bottom of the screen the whole game. Or a clock. That was 90. That was 92. It wasn't that long ago, I guess. Hey, Mark, when I'm looking at your film, what do you want me to focus on? Because I think you can only do so much unless you give me a couple of essential things that you really want me to look at. Because, you know, basketball is way, way, you could literally just focus on how your players are finishing around the rim the whole game. Or, you know, what are like four or five or three, like even just three things that you really want me to look at? uh, The answer there is I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not very good at scouting, and I don't really know what it's exactly to look for. It, do you understand what I'm saying? I don't really know um, what I should be. Okay, so so let me, re, let me re, <laughs> let me re, let me reword what Jake said. So you want you want us to find you want to beat this team, right? Yeah. Okay, next and they're year. going to be very right. similar next year, and you're going to be very similar next year, right? Okay. All right, so Jake, you and I, so off, I the, off the air can talk about maybe we, you, you break some things down. I look at different stuff so we can figure that out um, as far as what, to, you know, what we can look at for specifics. Um, what was the so st- I guess, Jake, you're asking like um, how to keep their big man from scoring or um, how to break the press or – yeah. How am I evaluating the film? Am I looking to – Am I looking at it the lens of how your kids are playing or what I think you should do to try to beat them next year? Number two. Okay. How Number to beat two. them. Yeah. And it sounds That's like it's going to be similar. Yes. I'd have to check to see how many players they're losing. We're losing our point guard, uh, just one player, and I think they're losing one of their posts. But it should okay. be pretty similar. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, teachhoops.com for coaches who want it better. We're all shut in right now and we're all kind of working through things. Um, this is a great time to come work on your craft and come over and work on teachhoops.com. Come over and work on your basketball craft at teachhoops.com. But more importantly, this episode is brought to you by the people at VO. It is an portable sports camera company that is so easy to use. Um, you know, basically comes, it comes in this box. It looks like a little briefcase. It's actually smaller than a briefcase. You'll open it up, you'll put it on top, you'll put it on a tripod, you'll lift it up as high as you need to go, and you hit record and boom, you're done. That's it. 
Um, it's so easy to use. It's AI, AI technology is unbelievable. 180 degrees. Um, and the great people over there are offering free shipping right now. And they are offering $100 off. So I'll put this down in the show notes, but vo.co backslash unplugged. Um, and then when you get to get to the checkout, go use unplugged 100 off and they'll take really good care of you. All right, let's go back to the podcast. As I'm looking, I could say, oh, this would be pretty good to use, or maybe not, maybe this would be better to use against them. Like, what are some of the things that you use on your team? Are you thinking about using? Uh, say that again, offensively or defensively? Yeah, so he's saying, what do you run well, offensively? What do you run defensively? So we yeah. know what's in your toolbox is basically what he's saying. What's in your toolbox? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so um, all, all we ran this year offensively for man which I think they played us the whole game is a uh, screen and roll offense. Very like simple screen and roll ball screen offense. Correct. That's like all a, we ran this year screen, for now. Ball screen continuity or what? Correct. Yeah. 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 That's all okay. we, that's all we ran this year. And defensively we played a two, two, one full court press, which I don't think we pressed them at all. Uh, two, three zone and a one, three, one. No man, man, and no man to man. No man to man at all. Next year, we're hoping to play like a man with one guy in the middle. So like four chasers and one guy, but play more man. But foul trouble has always been our challenge that we don't, we're not deep enough for. That's always been my problem. Um, and my kids are aggressive and they foul a lot. Um, the team that you lost to, um, do you know anything about the teams that beat them? This, I mean, did they win like every game last year or, um, do you know any of their history? Uh, they won, yeah, they, they won most of their games, except they got beat and they're in the finals this year by some other team that, uh, is about the only team I hadn't seen play this year. So I don't okay. know what they, what they did to them. Um, cause it's always interesting to see what other teams do against, those those strong opponents that you lose to. Yeah, I don't know what they did to them to beat them. I had, I didn't see them play. I never seen the other team beat them. Are they the same uh, like division as you, or are they a grade higher? I don't know how Arizona. They're is. they're a higher. They are a higher. They're another division. We had divisions one, two, three, and four. So You're in the preseason, right? one we're one, the smallest. Oh, in the so preseason, the we the state of Wisconsin. Right. The other way around. If, yeah. So in the preseason, we I scheduled extra games. We call them freedom games with divisions yep. in two, three, and four, and we beat some in all the divisions. They're in division two, and they usually they're the, and we're we're gonna probably move up to division two next year. So we'll play. And do you move up because you won, or do you move up because you? Um... I don't. I don't know. That's a. I'm just gonna wait to see next year. They're just we we beat everybody in our division pretty easily. Our, all of our competitive games are in higher divisions. So I, I don't – it's based off size of your school, and that's it. But you have the opportunity to move up if you want to play tougher competition. Okay. So my thought is is I want to play tougher competition next year. But I don't know if they'll move us up or we move up or all. I'm just going to wait to see, you know, wait when that see. happens next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so if you send that – if you can send that to me tonight, I'll upload it, and then I'll send it off to um... – I'll send it off to Jake so he can watch it, and then let's plan on eight o'clock on Friday. That'll be good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. So let me ask you one other question, yep. and I'll let you go. I know. Uh, uh, one other thing on, on um, I remember you saying that you like to double 
uh, on ball screens if you're playing defensively. Yep. I, I was wondering, what is the if people are doubling me our team, what's the best way to pass out of that, or or, or where the other guys should be in order to counter? Well, that? it's whoever's guy. The problem is whoever guys goes to double should come back to the ball, and they don't. They stand and watch. <laughs> That's why it's effective. Um, so uh, you know, on a ball screen. On a ball screen, it's like the other guys have to – they tend to stand and watch on those doubles. So everyone's got to fill up and find a spot to fill at that point. Um, and the tendency is to stand. Uh, so I haven't found many kids that can pass out of a double very well at the high school level. There's a few. Um, you know, I'm going to be coaching a couple next year that are pretty good at, good at it. But – um, most kids aren't very effective at that double. So you basically got to teach them to come back to the ball. Um, so the other, the other three guys, yes, the other three guys, yeah. So the guy that, a you want to uh, basically like, if it's a high ball screen, you want to fill the three passing lanes. Um, so like sideline, middle and across court. So just have them flash back to the ball. If they're getting, if you're worried about them turning it over, flash back to the ball. Um, the, if if it's two guys, if it's two on two, and the guy's just coming and setting ball screen, and we double. Then the guy that's guy is coming to double needs to find open space so the guy that's getting double can see him. The problem is they roll to the basket, they roll away, they get too far away from that double, and then that, that's not it's it's not very successful at that point. What did you used to do, Jake? I think it all comes down to communication because then you can get that point guard to be able to use a drag dribble and you can actually beat them on a, a advantage disadvantage if you get it uh, if you if you do it right. And I think, but too often where uh, kids tend to stand and and watch that happen. Yeah, it, they don't come. It they all don't comes come down back. to talking and and then they'll watch and then even the other players that aren't even involved in the double screen will one will stand in the corner the other guy will sit in the block demanding the basketball where he should be flashing high posts and wanting the ball in the high post and and what he means by that what he means is the guy that's getting double needs to take one or two dribbles back and change angles um which is something you can work attack again and attack again and try to get yeah so it's 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 like it's like they see it coming (laughs) So if, if think about it in terms of war, I see them attacking me. I'm going to retreat and then spread out. <laughs> um, so when, the, when I see somebody coming at, it's like one dribble back and then attack because they're running at me to double me or coming at me on that screen. Ooh, like if the guy jumps the ball on a ball screen, I'm going to, I'm going to refuse the screen and I'm going to go the other way. So I'm right. going to dribble back and then go the other direction. Does that make sense? So I admit, let's so, say I'm going. Let's he, say I'm going to the. Here, I'll mm-hmm. show you. It's easier to show you. Hold on. Okay. So let's say offense is these two guys. Do, do, do. Let's say he's over here. Okay. And and um, the the guy I'm shading in here has the ball. Okay. So offense, defense. So this guy comes up to set the screen here, right? So this guy's coming mm-hmm. and doubling here, right? Because he's dribbling okay. in this direction, I'm going to refuse that. Come back and go the other direction. Does that make sense? So I'm going to attack that. Ooh, I'm going to see the doubles coming. I'm going to one dribble back, and then I'm going to refuse it. Yeah, that's bad. So forget first. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me just just to clarify. clarify. Uh, so the the very first reaction your point guard or whoever is getting jumped is that he shouldn't be 
picking the ball up and looking to pass out of it. You're no. just doing a retreat dribble and trying to attack and then look to pass out. This is it. a really hard move for a lot of high school kids. That's why I double a lot because they just aren't able to do it well. Now, I can't do that with everybody, but yeah, I can you do that. Yeah, them to pick up the ball. And you actually can do two things on this drawing, right, Steve? So you're talking about you could just not take the, the, the screen just out – just grab and go in the opposite direction because all the action is there. Yep. The other thing you could do is that you could take a like a retreat dribble backwards a couple ways and then have someone come up and you could use the pass and you're going to have an advantage. Right. So you come here, forward. pick it up, let them double you, and then if we'll call this the offensive player too, if he just cuts behind, he's wide open. Boom. Right. And you just don't want him to do this. You don't want him to do this kind of thing because no. it's too far away. And you just want the three. Uh, you, know, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Or, a lot of kids will roll, and they'll be open. That's great. You're open. Shoot. You know, or but, you could have the – Steve, the other thing I've had them do is if you take a – put a put a on the marker by that guy, have him come up to the top of the key, the guy that's being the guy that's this guy. double. Yeah, the guy uh, that's setting the screen should roll up high, and then that guy dribbles out. Yeah, like he retrieves, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then you can get him, yeah. and you can get him to pass. The person that flashes high post, he attacks the middle. You got a two-on-one layup to the other yeah. guy. Yeah. So so you're saying that uh, the two options is right off the bat, they could just attack the outer side, the guy's hip, or whatever, attack the outside and try to penetrate, yep. or take a retreat dribble and then dump it to the guy at the top of the circle and then just attack with those guys. Yep. Absolutely. And okay. that takes some practice. But don't, I, would not, I would not practice trying to pass through it. I think no. you're going to – unless right. your name is Giannis or yes. LeBron. Well, if you're um, 6'11 and have arms yeah. like that, then you're <laughs> yeah. that. But based on the team that you've been talking about, which is a bunch of 6'1 shooters, right. I don't think you can do that. I think you could teach kids to be strong and retreat out and work together or to deny the screen and get to the rim. I think you could be successful either way. Yep, I do too. Gotcha. We'll, okay, we'll cool. know more. Awesome. Let us. We'll watch this, and we'll know more if you can do that. <laughs> let Let us okay. watch your players. We'll be able to tell you. Or just if you can shoot, okay. so I'll just shoot it before the the yeah, double. Yeah, shoot it. Comes. Retreat and shoot. Just you can do the. You can do the work on the step back. <laughs> just make it rain, dude. <laughs> make it rain. I like that. <laughs> you could have a call, like double that. call, and make it rain. Just shoot it. I like that. <laughs> and then you you have an yeah. advantage for offensive rebounding. They'll never see it coming. I know. I do like that. Uh, All right. Uh, so we'll plan at 8 o'clock on Friday, Coach. Okay, cool. All right. All right, cool. Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. Um, I would ask that you stop the car right now. You pull your credit card out and go and join teachings.com for coaches who want to get better because what you're saying to yourself is I want to get coaching from Coach Collins. I want to become a better basketball coach. I want to take it to the next level. Um, and let me help you do that. Also, make sure you subscribe and like, leave a review. Those are important. Um, you know, they, they allow us to get the word out about Coach Unplugged and High School Hoops. And also, if you're thinking about doing any shopping, click down below the Amazon link. Um, those, you know, every time you go shopping, we'll get a small little affiliate uh, kickback and it helps us with our hosting fees. All right. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.